Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. I want to continue sharing with you today on the pleasure of waiting on God. If you have asked God for something and you find yourself in His waiting room, and maybe you've been there for quite a while, it doesn't mean that God hasn't heard and it doesn't mean that He isn't going to answer. If it was put into your heart to ask, then you can believe God will answer. Waiting is not an option for us believers. We will find ourselves waiting at some time or another on God to answer our prayers. God tells us in Hosea 12.6 to maintain love and justice and to wait for our God always. Remember, God's delays are not his denials. If you find yourself waiting on God for a specific answer today, count yourself blessed. For you are numbered among the great saints of old and the great saints of today who are still awaiting their answer from God. Let's consider some of the great men and women of old who waited on God. Their stories are recorded for our benefit and for a godly example to us who find ourselves in the waiting room of God. Consider Noah, a righteous man called of God to build an ark because God was going to destroy the earth with water. God waited patiently along with Noah for 120 years. Noah was laughed at and he was ridiculed in his waiting room, but he believed God and as a result, he and his household were spared and he found grace in the sight of the Lord because he was willing to wait with God and on God. Maybe you are waiting for God to show up in the area of healing and finances. You believe in healing, you believe God is your provider, but you haven't seen any results, just a slow, constant waiting for God to answer. Consider Job. He encountered physical suffering and the loss of many things. Now, the Bible doesn't really tell us how long Job had to wait for his answers. But we know that God heard and God eventually restored a hundredfold to Job. And Job was considered a righteous, a righteous servant of God. Also consider God's chosen man, Abraham, to bring about the fulfillment of a nation. He waited a long time for his promised son to be born. But in the waiting period, he became a friend of God. He did not stagger, the Bible tells us, at the delayed promise. He kept on believing God, and God did not disappoint him. What a wonderful privilege it is to wait with God, especially when God has directed you to ask a very specific prayer. I tell you, beloved child of God, he will not disappoint you. Let's look at Joseph. He waited as a slave. He waited in prison, even though he was innocent. But in the end, God rewarded him with a strong leadership position. Or look at Moses. 
He waited on the backside of the desert for 40 years before God revealed his will and promised to him to deliver the children of Israel. Moses, like Abraham, became a friend of God and a man permitted to even see God and live. In fact, God personally buried Moses, and to this day no man knows exactly the burial place of Moses. You see, waiting enables us to really get to know God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the precious presence of the Holy Spirit. It seems that when we have a promise from God, there is always a delay and a waiting time. And many people become discouraged when they don't get their answer right away. I think God wants to see how serious we are about our request. You know, think about it. God doesn't give up on us. Are we going to give up on God when we are waiting on him to uh, answer our prayer? The sooner we learn that waiting on God is the rule more than the exception, we will be much more content in the waiting room of God. In fact, our waiting on God should be a resting, not a worrying or a fretting whether or not he is going to answer. Because remember, if God has promised you in his word, God is going to fulfill it. Psalm 62 is a beautiful promise of waiting on God. Verse 1 reads, My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. It is good to wait in silence and to rest before the Lord. God and I know what we are waiting for, just as you and God knows, you and your God knows what you are waiting on God for. Sometimes when we share with others, their lack of faith can even dampen ours. So sometimes it's better to wait in silence many times as to what you were trusting God for. Because verse 2 reads, He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. When we wait with God, we cannot be shaken. If we wait on people or with people, we sometimes can can become weary and discouraged. But because he only is my rock and we trust him, he becomes our solid ground. He becomes our defense and he becomes our fortress. He shields us from danger as we wait and and nothing can move us if we wait in faith and not give up. When we are waiting, we are to wait for God to direct our steps. We are to wait for God to provide our needs. You know, I have tried and tested God in this area of waiting. And I can assure you, beloved, that he is faithful. He never disappoints the one who waits on him. Now, he may give you something entirely different than what you're even even asking for. Or he will change your mind in the asking. Because when we wait on God, he knows exactly the need and he knows exactly what to do and how to give us and when to give it. I think about how we waited on God to provide our new transmitter here at KNEO. You know, God did not bring the finances all at once. 
He has brought it over the course of this past year, and what a blessing it has been to read the letters, the cards, and the notes encouraging us and giving us hope as people reached out to us in love and in their giving. We have been so blessed by those of you who have given to this ministry. And I want to take a moment right now and say thank you. The waiting has been worth it. Waiting with and on God results in benefits and shows us the character of God. For in the waiting process, we learn that God delivers his people. Verse 1 in Psalm 62 tells us that our salvation, our deliverance comes from God. He alone becomes our security in the waiting process. You alone, it says, are my rock, my fortress, and I will not be shaken. God also shows us hope in the waiting room. Verse 5 says, my hope comes from him. You see, when our hope is placed on and comes from God. We elevate him where he needs to be instead of people. And then verse 2 repeats again, he alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, and I will not be shaken. We also see the glory of God in our waiting. In fact, he causes us to wait at times so we can see his glory. That his his answer to our prayers are dependent upon him alone and that he will get the glory. My salvation and my honor depend on God. God's name and honor is also at stake as we wait on him. Beloved, he is more eager to answer than you know. And while you wait, he really becomes your refuge. He is your mighty rock. He becomes your personal refuge. I truly believe in the waiting process. God wants us to learn to go to Him first when we have a need or a desire. You know, when I first came to know the Lord, I used to run to people hoping for answers to my many problems, questions, and just, um, you know, the, the things that I didn't quite understand. But God alone, the psalmist proclaims, is our source. And then if God directs us after we go to him first to someone, that's so much the better for it will be a confirmation. But in our waiting, let us run to God first and let us stay upon him until we hear from him. God will say yes. God will say no. And God always says, wait a little while. Waiting also produces blessing. The promise is that after we have patiently endured, we shall receive the promise. Wait upon your Lord today and remember it involves praying, resting, and trusting. And beloved, God can be trusted. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. 
The world is in chaos, and you're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of For God's Kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.